Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's Jimmy. I've got a feeling, a great feeling from Jimmy Lakey. Jimmy. seem happy this morning. Be careful. Be extremely careful what you say. I haven't had my coffee yet, and I'm in no mood for stupid, irresponsible remarks. Let's do this. Yes, please, please, let's go. Broadcasting live from the Lakey Entertainment Towers and Cigar Palace, it's the Jimmy Lakey Show. Uh-oh. Uh, that's not good for Joe Biden. It can't be. The Congressional Budget Office, often known as the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, uh, is issuing its analysis of Joe Biden's effort to raise the federal minimum wage. The federal minimum wage, uh, Colorado's minimum wages, has gone up, I think, to $12.32. It's going to go up every year for uh, for the foreseeable future uh, per an election we had here. But the federal minimum wage is only seven twenty five, And according, he wants to raise it to at least $15 an hour. And according to the nonpartisan analysis of the Congressional Budget Office, uh, Joe Biden's proposal would kill 3.7 million jobs if it ever happened. So that can't be good news the day before his, his, his inauguration. Uh, Joe Biden's getting uh, told, hey, that policy's not all that great, Joe. So we'll follow that with the Congressional Budget Office. But there's a lot of things the Congressional Budget Office have said uh, would be bad policy, but it never stops our Congress, uh, Republicans and Democrats, from passing bad policy. They're pretty good at it. So, All right. Uh, if you want to jump in here, the final hour of today's show, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449, I remind you that tomorrow we will have coverage of the inauguration, uh, the final uh, Trump ceremony that's supposed to happen, I believe about 6 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, 8 o'clock on the uh, East Coast. That's going to happen. He will fly. We'll go through all the details of it, but I'll, I'll be on the air. Don't worry. Don't panic. By the way, somebody sent me a message at 730. What are you coming back on 600 KCOL? I just replied and said, I'm, I'm here right now. Where the hell are you? Are you pay, pay attention. Okay. Send me a message. What are you on the radio? Well, why don't you turn on the radio and find out? I'm here. Yeah, I know you missed me. I, I get it. I understand. Well, some of you love me more than others. Uh, all right. Let me welcome in our friend Autry Pruitt. Uh, he's the CEO of New Journey Pack. Uh, he's uh, got a brand new op-ed about a post-mortem of the Republican Georgia race. But Autry Pruitt, welcome back on the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's been a while. Uh, you were in a different role last I talked to you. Talk about the New Journey Pack and your, your role there as CEO. The New Journey Pack is simply a, an organization whose job is to move black voters from the blue column to the red column. 
Uh, let's talk about um, how to do that. Uh, Donald Trump, I think, did a phenomenal job of that, even though he's been vilified and called all sorts of names in the media. Um, is the Republican Party going to be able to keep that momentum that Donald Trump started as far as uh, reaching the black community and turning him from, from the blue to the red? Unfortunately, I believe the Republican Party won't reach any community. I mean, it's just, I mean look at how they began the, the, the new Biden term. Uh, going along with impeachment or tacitly and supporting it, you know, it's this is the Republican Party is completely out of touch with any community, white, black, orange, no matter the community, they're out of touch with it, except for the elite. I'm sorry, except for if you went to Harvard and Yale and you live in D.C., they're in touch with you. Yeah, Uh, I think it's Rand Paul said that if any Republican senators go along with this weird impeachment of a president that's not even able to be kicked out of office because he's not in office, uh, Rand Paul says, I've got this story up in my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. He said one third of the party at least will vacate immediately and abandon the party. And I think that I think his number may be low. They they go along with this uh, impeachment sham. Uh, Lakey's tapping out immediately. I'll, I'll change the registration tomorrow. Yes, I I agree that he's probably right. And the issue, so the issue with the Republican Party in terms of black Americans and with in terms of people, anybody in heartland of America in general, is that the party doesn't want to engage on the ground. And then the party doesn't want to talk about things that make things real to individuals. Let me give you a great example. When we're talking about censorship, with social media, etc. All I hear uh, uh, other people talking about is, oh, the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, and the founding fathers are rolling in their graves. But that's not how you talk to people. To make this issue real, you need to show how when Amazon rips away parlor, they're actually hurting the families that rely on the parlor income. How when they deplatform whom, whatever conservative it, it, that is that has a small little show, but they implore five or six people, these people aren't making millions of dollars. They don't have millions of dollars saved. When they do that, they're actually affecting real lives. That's the difference, right? That we spend a lot of time on the conservative side talking about founding fathers and constitutions. And I'm sorry, but guess what? Most people couldn't even repeat the First Amendment or know all the things contained within the First, uh, First Amendment at gunpoint. They could not know that. Uh, the voice and of Audrey. So, oh, go ahead. No. And so we're in a situation now where the Republican Party must reframe how we deal with these issues. And so whether we're talking about censorship, whether we're talking about politics, we must look at the people. And the argument for Donald Trump and the issue is that, listen, 74 million or so of people uh, voted for him and about 65 million people still agreed with him. And so the, the so the bottom line is is that the reason we don't impeach the reason is because these are individuals these are people too what they think and what they feel matters but we can't get Republicans to do that they're still talking about dead people rolling over in graves in ancient documents from 400 years ago. Uh, Autry Pruitt is my guest. You have a new op-ed piece uh, that talks about how Republicans lost the state of Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. and I want you to kind of uh, break us through that as the postmortem. And give us the thoughts on uh, what happened there. Okay. To give you just a little bit of I told you so, I, myself, and a guy by the name of James Golden, who most people would know as Bo Snurley from the Rush Limbaugh Show, had many, many meetings with many, many individuals, including donors, etc. And we warned them that Georgia looked like it was flipping. 
right, that there wasn't enough concentration on really engaging the black vote. Now, I'm not talking about going after the black vote. I'm talking about engaging the black voters. There's a difference between the two, being on the ground, the shake hands, etc. And so the Republicans lost it simply because they refused to do old-fashioned retail politics, be there on the ground, shaking hands and talking to people. The Republicans, I don't know what they felt, right? Donald Trump did his part. Donald Trump did his part. But the bottom line is that the Republican apparatus in Georgia, for example, when they went after Warnock, I know I'm not a big fan of Warnock, abortion, blah, 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 right? But guess what? Warnock is a preacher in Atlanta. And if you know what it takes, most people don't, particularly those that come from the paler nation, as we say, among black folks. I happen to be black, in case your audience doesn't know that. If you don't know, right, what it takes to be a pastor to black church, you are chosen for that position because of your people skills. It's very different from most white churches. Most white churches that are white-based are usually chosen because of your academic skills. Now, Warnock happens to have both. He comes from left-wing progressive academic elite institutions. I think he went to Columbia, for example, for, as one of them. And then on top of that, he happens to have great people skills. And so when we went after Warnock, we did not target him appropriately. You had to go within the community to actually have the conversation. Because what, while Republicans are saying he's this, he's a communist, he's a socialist, Warnock had been in the community for a decade passing out food to the homeless. And I'm sorry, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you say on TV or how much of a socialist you think he is. If he's passing out food to the homeless and you're screaming he's a socialist, guess who wins? The yeah. person who's there in the community. Uh, there's another character in, uh, in in the state of Georgia, Stacey Abrams, that uh, a lot of talk show hosts nationally and locally, I'm sure, had a lot to say about Stacey Abrams uh, mocking her. She refused to concede. President Trump doesn't have to concede because for Stacey Abrams. Uh, talk about that strategy. It didn't seem to yeah. work out in Georgia. Of course it didn't work out. Repub- we always do this as conservatives. We did this to Obama. Within, in, to a second term. Tons of memes, tons of things making fun of Stacey Abrams. I heard it on conservative radio. I heard it in Breitbart and other conservative press. All the things and things we made fun of Stacey Abrams. And like I pointed out in the op-ed, when we were making fun of Stacey Abrams, she was quietly in the background assembling an army to go into black communities and turn out the vote, which she knew she had to Trump raise the black vote, so she knew she had to turn out even more. Right. We have to be serious about this stuff. We have to stop making we as conservatives somehow believe if we get on Twitter, which hopefully that's been proven. Right. We, we get in a who well, I can't say it on. <laughs> it used to be called a circle something, but we, we can't say it on the radio. I don't think. Anyway, we we get in this mode of to preaching to the choir. Right. And we pass a meme amongst ourselves or we have or somebody like when Ben Shapiro said, uh, facts don't care about your feelings. And we laud our sayings instead of actually doing the hard work, right? We end up patting ourselves on the back instead of doing the hard work. And the bottom line is Stacey Abrams was able to sneak up on us because while we were making fun of her, she didn't care about what we said. That's the difference. We care about what they say. They don't care about what we say. So because of that, we assume that she cared about what we She didn't care. And we're talking amongst ourselves, and she's building up an army. And what the Republicans build up? Absolutely nothing. And what's crazy is if you look at the narrow point of this election, if Republicans would have put in the effort, they could have turned out the base, they could have converted some black voters and won this thing. 
This was not unwinnable. And now the scary part is I pointed this out in my article, and then someone ripped me off and put it in the hill. <laughs> but I pointed out in my article first, guess what? Mississippi is next, 32% black. Alabama, 27% black. Right? That is a strategy that you could use as a Democrat to take back the South. So we got to get it together. We got to get it together. And now we're onto this thing where everybody wants to talk about impeachment. The Republicans, Liz Cheney and her crony group, need to shut the heck up and stop talking about impeachment and say, this is done. We're not impeaching the president. We're not doing that. And and, and while the liberals are talking about impeachment, they should be in their states concentrating on turning out communities to vote for them. Yeah. You know, I, I know somebody screaming at the radio saying, Autry Pruitt, Jimmy Lakey, uh, they should have had a signature audit in Georgia. Yes, maybe they should. But the fact is, uh, they still didn't do the, do, do what needed to be done to uh, reach into certain communities. And uh, yeah, maybe you'd love to have a signature audit here or whatever. But that Senate race proves uh, no signature audit needed there. Uh, they got their they got their hind end spanked. Exactly. And, and that's another apparatus, right? We that's another apparatus. The Republicans were in charge in Pennsylvania legislature. Republicans are in charge in, in Georgia throughout the Georgia system, the executive and the legislative system. So there were plenty of times, plenty of times that this could be addressed early. This was not sneaking on them. This there was there were writings about what was going, what was going on with uh, what was going on with the signatures, right? So you don't want to validate signatures. Well, guess what? Use that to your advantage. So in other words, if your opponent changed the rules of the game, then go with the rules that they set forth. You know, I'm, it's so funny. We're the party that always talks about people crying victim, and we are the biggest whiners out there. Stop! I'm telling I'm telling Republicans. And I'm sorry, your listeners. I hope they don't get too upset with me. But I'm telling Republicans, stop your dang whining. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear. Oh, this happened. Signatures happened. <laughs> Stop whining and do something. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, and I think we have that in Colorado. We have that. We, and among conservatives right now, we have a lot of folks saying, well, it's all rigged because this website of conspiracy theories or Q said it's rigged. Well, maybe maybe you just lost. Maybe you didn't do anything to persuade your neighbor or, or to get out and help a campaign or donate money, whatever the case may be, uh, rather than blame it on the conspiracy theory and uh, that we're living some kind of a uh, living in the Truman show. Uh, maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it's time we take some personal responsibility. We we used to be the party, Audrey, of personal responsibility Thank and say, you. how did we lose Thank our state? You. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm a, listen. Right now, I happen to be in Lone Tree, by the way, Lone Tree, Colorado. Oh. Got some. I'm call, I'm actually in Lone Tree, Colorado, right now. You got a great state, a beautiful state. I got off the plane. It's, you know, it took me like an hour before I could breathe right. <laughs> oh, it'll take you months it'll take you months your nose okay. nose my, when i first got here i'd be doing a radio show uh my nose would bleed for no reason it's so dry and i'm like i'm doing a show with blood coming out of my nose going I, I, i'm live i can't do anything it was awful well so you've got a great state and colorado is a great example people are like oh colorado's gone it's gone away well why don't you fight for it right politics is local Politics is local, and when you see a good and that the the, the lady that everybody castigates right now, Marjorie, whatever her name is, I don't really know her, but she's subscribed to pay basically some theories people don't like whatever. But she still won, she still won, right? Yeah. Politics is a local game, 
and what and we as Republicans play it as a national game. And so what you have to find and what you have to have is people locally that are willing to win. Now, there are two camps. There are true people that are rhinos, for example. There are true rhinos that need to be excised. But then there are other people that necessarily aren't necessarily rhinos. You're just going to only agree with 70 percent of what they're, sa- what they're saying. And that's the difference between the Democrats. The Democrats are able to look at their mainframe and basically say, OK, this person, think about all the moderate Democrats that actually won, right? They're able to look at the landscape and say, okay, this person's a moderate, but they can win in their state. We can, and we can pass at least the legislation. Like every single Republican says, no matter how, says, okay, this health care crap it has to go, right? So choose local people locally that are in tune locally. Stop paying attention. Everybody wants to run on the Republican side like an AOC. Right, but AOC ran as a local candidate. Then she got herself a national presence, legit or not. She did it. She did it. She ran locally. That's what you have to do. And the run locally means you have to know the people locally, the yeah. people that like you and the people that don't like you. I, I've said we got a couple more minutes here. Autry Pruitt is my guest. I'll link up your uh, your column at realclearpolitics.com. Autry Pruitt, CEO of New Journey, a political action committee. Uh, Autry, I, I think most conservatives, you're right, we focus a lot on Obama or Biden or Kamala Harris, uh, and yet we opine that we've lost our universities or lost our public schools. Most people don't even know who their school board members are. They don't know their superintendent. They don't know who their city council member is, but they're mad as hell about Washington, D.C. and the conspiracies that happened there. I'm like, uh, you know, you don't worry about D.C., You've lost your own city. You've lost your own neighborhood because you weren't even engaged in the game. Yeah, that's correct. Right now, Republicans enjoy still the majority of governorships and the majority of state legislatures. Right? We should capitalize on that. We should know those individuals locally and always make – this is my advice I tell candidates when we're not in election season. I can actually talk to them because when we're election season, I can't talk to them. But this is my advice. I always tell them, know your local – community. That's where you run because those are the people that vote for you. Forget about everybody else. And by the way, when you get people that are really effective, Ted, like Ted Cruz, oh my, you see how much he's hated right now in the press? Yeah. And Ted Cruz just shrugged, shrugged his shoulders because he's saying, guess what? I'm concerned about Texas voters because it's Texans who are voting for me. It's Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Autry, welcome to Colorado. I mean, you're just down the road from us, and uh, I don't, I, well, maybe we'll catch up sometime when you're in the state. Now, give me notice, and we'll get together and uh, break bread. Autry Pruitt, CEO of New Journey Political Action Committee, dedicated to the realignment of the African American vote. I'll link up his story in my Facebook page. Real Clear Politics has it. It's his latest column. Everybody, stick around now. There's more to come. It's News Talk 600 KCOL. Upset about something Jimmy said? Well, suck it up, Buttercup. It's the Jimmy Lakey Show on 600 KCOL. All right, I got a random snack of stuff here. If you want to jump in, 866-888-54. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at Chumba 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Final segment of the program uh, before we pass it off to the Rush Limbaugh show coming up at the top of the hour. But long segment. 866-888-5449. The final full day of the Trump presidency is upon us. Uh, if you want to know, by the way, I was listening yesterday, uh, got the car on uh, the MLK day, I was heading off to a meeting, and I car was on, uh, the radio was on the Rush Limbaugh program, and sure, you know who was on the Rush Limbaugh program yesterday? Our old friend Murray in Livermore. Murray, if you're listening, uh, congratulations. Uh, uh, you got through on the Rush Limbaugh program yesterday. He began his call, Murray in Livermore, on the Rush Limbaugh show, uh, saying that uh, Rush Limbaugh's his favorite talk show host, and that's good, but I was hoping murray would at least name drop me no i didn't get any love for murray i know they keep you on a straight and narrow path there but murray and livermore a regular participant in the show uh, every couple of weeks or so we seem to hear from murray but murray congratulations you got through the call screeners yesterday <sighs> I, was, I was proud of you i really was proud of you uh delilah says what what what, what was his point i don't know I, I don't even know what he said on the phone call i, I know he complimented rush and then i was like oh, that's murray murray calls my show yeah, so anyway, Murray, congratulations. I was uh, pleased to hear your voice yesterday, but I have no clue what his point was. I really don't. I, I don't know what his point was. All right, uh, if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449. If you know Murray in Livermore, you give him a congratulatory message as well. He got in on the Rush Limbaugh program yesterday, uh, the Martin Luther King Day. Uh, very proud of him. All right, 866-888-5449. I, I, I'm getting some heat from some of you. Uh, I, I know it's tough to hear, but I mean this very sincerely. I, I'm not telling you that. No, it, it's great. It, it's Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. Here's how I know I've been shadow banned. Um, I put up a story about a game designer's analysis of QAnon. It's just interesting. You can take it. You can leave it. I just think it's interesting. And... Um, uh, somebody, Gary posted up, he says, so we have to take a, one person's uh, opinion of one voice? Uh, should I have to listen to the left and mainstream propaganda? No, I'm just saying that there is a, there. That we know that the mainstream media is not feeding us 100% of the truth, but I think what this, uh, and that's why there's such a willingness to believe a lot of these theories is because we know we're not getting the whole truth, but that doesn't mean the other guy's giving you the whole truth either. And and I think sometimes we've lost critical thinking. And that's been my problem with, I mean, I can't tell you since the election day how many people were floating theories that Donald Trump was five steps ahead of his enemies and Donald Trump was going to pull this off and Sidney Powell was going to do this and Lynn Wood was going to do this and uh, the evidence is coming. It's coming. Mean, all it, it was, and then it didn't happen. Then the delay got pushed back. And it's it, we almost and you say, Jimmy, that's we almost live in this fantasy rea alternate reality over here. And I started the program early on and there was a podcast that Hillary Clinton. I did. You probably didn't know. And I didn't know that she hosts a podcast and her guest over the weekend. Her guest over the weekend uh, was Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton said that she thinks that Donald Trump on January the 6th, when the, um, the, the the folks were storming the Capitol, she's pretty sure that she wants to get the phone records and find out. Don, she She's heard Donald Trump was talking to Vladimir Putin on the phone. Get a long distance call, collect call from Vladimir. Uh, Vladimir Vladimir wants to know from Donald what's going on in the, state, in the U.S. Capitol. So Nan, Hillary Clinton floats that theory. 
Nancy Pelosi is so deranged with hatred and vitriol for Donald Trump and all of his supporters. Uh, Nancy says, yes, we need a 9-11 type commission to investigate Donald Trump's ties and his love for Vladimir Putin. Now, you want to talk about living in an alternate reality, and most of us could look at that and go, yeah, these women are dingy. I mean, they are so obsessed with hatred for Donald Trump, and I think most people with a critical thinking could look at it and go, yeah, that, that's not right. But there's people in their party, and maybe them, that actually believe these crackpot theories that have been disproven, discounted, etc., cetera, uh, that Donald Trump was some Russian agent. I mean, it, it's not it's not true. It, the, the, the Russian dossier, you know the story, uh, was was political op-ed piece paid for by the Democrat convention of the Hillary Clinton campaign. But there's people that still believe that narrative. And I think they're crackpots. They're obviously living in an alternate reality. Well, I also think we're getting to the place to where, to where a lot of folks are believing these conspiracy theories. And I, I just want you to read it. It's at medium.com. It's at facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. And I want you to see it. And I want you to see it there and it talks about a gaming analysis and i wonder how many people with maybe good intentions are getting played here and it's time that you recognize uh, tomorrow's going to be the inauguration of president uh, joe biden whether you like it or not it, yeah whether you like it or not 866-888-5449 tell me i'm wrong but please read what i put up there and i've oh, i'm not a big fan of ben sass not a big fan of, of, of Ben Sass, but Ben Sass has a piece at The Atlantic. I'm going to post that up later today, and he also makes some good points. I'm not, I'm not a big, big Ben Sass senator from Nebraska fan, but Ben makes some excellent points about we just have to be. Well, if you're going to say that Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton are bat crap crazy because you're floating again a Russian collusion theory. Uh, and on January the 6th, Donald Trump and uh, Vladimir Putin were on the phone together popping popcorn and uh, drinking milkshakes together. Uh, you have to just say, these people are crazy. And I, if, 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 they, if they can have craziness on their side, doesn't that mean we could probably have some craziness on our side? Careful. That's all. Read it. Facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. All right. Let me go to the phones here. If you'd like to tell me I'm wrong, uh, tell me that. Well, I know a conspiracy theory is only a conspiracy theory until it happens. I get that. But there's a lot of this stuff that hasn't happened. No, people send me photos. I've seen photos of uh, Mike Pence standing in front of the National Guard troops, and that meant Mike Pence was inspecting the troops as if he's about to take over as commander-in-chief. And I'm thinking, who gave you that interpretation that a vice president standing in front of uh, a... No, I know there's a lot of... I know there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot of question as to uh, why we need so many National Guards in Washington, D.C. for for inaugurations of the virtual. There's questions there. But just because some website gives you the answer, that doesn't mean their answer is true. Just because it doesn't mean they're true. There, there's question about the fence around the Capitol. That doesn't mean the answer is true. It, it may be that you believe it, but it doesn't make it true. All right, 866-888-5449. Chat room is fuming at me right now. They're very upset about me. Very upset with me. Well, because I'm not saying... Let me take calls. 866-888-5449. Is this Murray? Is this the Murray? Murray? Is this Murray in Livermore? Yeah, I heard you mention my name, and I'm listening, of course, so I thought I'd say good morning and Happy well, New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you. Congratulations. You got through on the Rush Limbaugh program, sir. Uh, what was how, how, how hard was it to get through? 
Well, you know what? I've been trying to get through off and on, obviously. For, I've been listening to him for 30 years, and I said he was on my bucket list to talk to. I'm, and no offense, but the greatest broadcaster in American oh, history. Yeah. Absolutely. And think, yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to, uh, to give some kudos. I said, that, you know, he got talent on loan from God, but so did, uh, so did Martin Luther King Jr. And he got all of his concepts from the fact that he was a Christian minister. And I said, you know, I'm a broken-hearted American because I believe what black actor Morgan Freeman said, that the only reason, having had such great men as Martin Luther King Jr., bridge the gap and bring people together, quite frankly, in the name of the Lord, because he was a Christian pastor, so the only reason racism exists in America today is because we, we, we talk about it as, as though it exists when it doesn't. And so, so actor Morgan Freeman just said, you know, it, it exists because you, you talk about it. It doesn't really exist, and I'm living proof of it. So that was basically a summary of my point yesterday. I, I, and that great point, and I, I, I just got stuck there. That's Murray. I talked to Murray, and then I forgot to listen to the rest of your call, Murray. I was so excited. I was jumping up and down screaming, Murray, go Murray. I did that. How was Bo Snurdy? Yeah, I didn't want you to miss my point, though. I appreciate it. It's a good point. I didn't want I'm, I'm you glad to miss you... my point. I'm, I'm glad you called up and made it again. Uh, how was the screening process? Uh, help us understand. A lot of folks don't know that it's hard sometimes to even get through. And Murray just cut out on us. I'm not sure what happened. Murray, uh, call me back. Uh, well, a lot of folks, I've known folks for 30 years, like Murray tried to get through to the Rush Limbaugh show, and you finally get through, you might as well tell the trick. Murray, I didn't cut you off. If you uh, uh, hear me, maybe you went to a bad spot on your phone, 866-888-5449. No, there's people, like 30 years people try to get through. I, I hear Bo Snurdly put you through the um, through the ringer as well. All right, Murray's going to give us more insight here if we can get him back on the horn. Uh, thanks for listening. But, if, yeah, if you listen to Murray, Murray and Livermore yesterday, and I said I'm very proud of him, but I, I, I forgot to listen to his point. I was so excited he was on there. All right, 866-888-5449. Let me, let me go to this Ben Sass piece here. And uh, it's it's painful. I mean, sometimes a postmortem is, happy, is very painful. And it's painful for you to have to understand that, well, this is why Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton won't get rid of the Russian collusion thing. Hillary Clinton can't believe that she got beat by some buffoon named Donald Trump. And so it has to be some outside source that took her down, and therefore it had to be Russian collusion. And I fear, my friends, and I do fear that we are at that same place that you just have to accept. The reality is, uh, we we want to blame this, this, or this. And it, believe me, I believe there should have been a voter uh, signature analysis in Georgia. I, I agree with all that stuff. But ultimately, those legislatures chose not to enforce that. The, the, the judicial branch chose not to enforce it. I believe they were wrong. I wish the Supreme Court would have stepped up and given some guidance here. But ultimately, uh, we run the risk of being just as convinced about some of the theories that are out there that you know if, if Sidney Powell had the Kraken uh, she was going to release the Kraken Sidney Powell could release the Kraken right I mean if she had the evidence release it now people say they're going to release the evidence tomorrow well you've been telling me for three months they're going to release the evidence and then they say well they don't want to release it and let the enemy know what they have well at some point time's not on your side and you got to release your evidence well we need to do it in court well if no court's going to hear you then you got to win in the court of public opinion and i'm not sure you're winning in the court of public public opinion so uh this mysterious mound of evidence that's out there and it's all going to be revealed here real soon i, I just I, at some point i think 
we run the risk of being just as out of touch as Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton were over the weekend talking about talking about Russian collusion again with Donald Trump, and they need a 9-11 commission to get to the bottom of it. I'm going to put up the piece by Ben Sass as well. It's from The Atlantic again. I, I, I'm just giving you food for thought, my friends. I am not a... I'm not a big Ben Sass fan, but Ben Sass makes some good points about uh, uh, about the future of the GOP. And he talks really the, the point being that if we get so caught up in some of these theories and get obsessed with these theories the same way Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton are obsessed with their theories of Russian collusion, then we do so at our own detriment. We do so and uh, risk our own risk our own political survival all right yeah it's it's from the atlantic and i know the chat room's now mad that i'm going to put up something by ben sass but it's it is true i we we gotta gotta be very careful my friends very very careful all right let me uh, give you a, a little bit of information if i may oh yes yeah, speaking of it's it's uh speaking of such it is now uh national popcorn day i don't know what that means to anybody but it is national popcorn day and somebody has released a study that basically gives the top kinds of of uh, favorite types of popcorn, and I didn't know what I didn't know there was more than one type of popcorn. But what they the top fa- five favorite flavors on popcorn are butter, salt, white cheddar, regular cheddar, cheddar, and kettle corn. Well, once you get butter and salt, everything else is just gravy on top of it. Butter, salt, and a little white cheddar, I could do that. But butter and salt, that's the way to go. Uh, salt is the favorite topping on popcorn, but some of the other interesting things people like to put on their popcorn, garlic salt, garlic powder, Parmesan, taco seasoning, and oregano. Oregano on popcorn, never never thought of that. Uh, even with theaters closed, now this is what I wondered in the popcorn industry, and this is just, again, fun fact for the day, to, so you don't have to think about QAnon all day. Um, 60% of people say they watch more films in 2020 than other any other year of their life, even with theaters closed, they watched more film uh, movies on television than any other year. And they also ate the popcorn. They made their popcorn at home. Uh, comedies and action movie were the top gen- uh, genre during the COVID. And six in 10 Americans after the COVID now consider themselves to be movie buffs. Six in 10 Americans say they are movie buffs out there. So anyway. Yeah, six in ten. All right, I have this other story here, and it's an interesting piece about Mike Pence. What will the future hold for Mike Pence when President-elect Joe Biden takes his oath of office in a lockdown ceremony at Capitol? One guest who would normally rate only a passing glance is likely to get a lot of attention from the cameras. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence will further uh, he he will attend the swearing in. Uh, Pence's facial expressions, his body language will be scrutinized as, as he stands on his own after four years of softening Trump's rhetoric and trying to ignore what could not be massaged. Uh, Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris vow to protect and defend the Constitution when they take their oath. Pence will relinquish his role as the Trump's number two, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on him. And the whole piece is called A Man Without a Home. And it talks about what's what the future might hold for Vice President Mike Pence. That, that will be a very interesting. Uh, I was though I was talking to some people that are very big Trump fans, and they're they're not angry with Mike Pence. They they're not. 
Th- th- no, they think that Mike Pence probably did the right thing. I don't. I don't think Mike Pence had the right constitutionally to do what uh, some people said he had to do: is just stand up there and say, "I reject this. You have to all go home and do it again." Uh, you don't want that. You don't want a vice president of any but to be in that. You wouldn't want Al Gore to stand up there and reject it, or Joe Biden to stand up there. You, they, the vice president's role, I think he did well. But <laughs> excuse me, it will be interesting to see where Mike Pence lands. And if Mike Pence has a future in the Republican Party as a 2024 candidate for the presidency, that's going to be very interesting. He's no, I that'll be interesting. I don't I don't think he does. So I'll put that piece up there as well. I also have a piece that I haven't gotten to yet. We're going to have to follow this caravan that's coming from the southern uh, South America and coming up south, and they're going to test Joe Biden at the at the border. And when they test Joe Biden at the border, it's going to be very interesting to see what his response is, because I think that's something that if the media covers it and you have just thousands and thousands of people start swarming across the border, uh, remember, that is one of the messages that Donald Trump early on was able to captivate a lot of attention and cross over a lot of different political groups and talk about border security and America first and, and making sure that people that are not coming in here illegally. And so Joe Biden is going to have to navigate. They're going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm sure the Joe Biden campaign is hoping the goodness that that caravan stops and turns around because Joe Biden said he didn't want people to have to wait in Mexico. He thought that was cruel. And so it could be in the first couple of days of Joe Biden's presidency, the tens of thousands of Honduran and Guatemalans come flooding across our border. And I just don't think that will play well. And I think that will be a a crisis in the Biden administration. And the only way he's, if he handles it the way he campaigned, the only way that plays well for him is the media just won't cover it. The media just won't cover the swarming of the southern border. And therefore, Joe Biden, if if he carries out his campaign promises and people see him do what he said he was going to do, let them flood across the border, uh, that's not going to play very well. Also, Joe Biden is unveiling sweeping immigration legislation tomorrow. Uh, He wants to give 11 million illegal immigrants their pathway to citizenship. And uh, that's from the Daily Mail. He's challenging, going to challenge Republicans to also embrace this immigration reform pathway to citizenship all right tomorrow morning inauguration day make sure you go to my facebook page facebook.com slash jimmy lakey fan page i will be back here good lord willing the creeks don't rise and they let me back uh, behind a microphone tomorrow morning six o'clock and leading you right up to the inauguration until then god bless you god bless america jimmy lakey talk tomorrow it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.